This is, in so many words, the podcast, episode 17 for the week of November 13th, 2016. What's up and welcome to another episode of In So Many Words, the podcast, where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. In so many words. I am Coleman, aka Chrono Lucas. Over there to my left, we have Jessica, aka Sweet Maui. Hello, Sweet Maui, bringing the sweet side of hip hop. <laughs> That's my old tagline. As as always. <laughs> Uh, our friend on the West Coast, Stephanie, couldn't join us this week, so it's just me and you today, man. I know, Stephanie, we miss you, but I think we're keeping tally, and that's day two now. I think you gave her you three have, in one of the previous episodes. <laughs> right. She has one, two, three more sick days left, because <laughs> this company cares about its employees. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see you next week, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyways, it's it's been a been a crazy week, hasn't it? Uh, after, uh, I don't, this, after Tuesday, I don't even think crazy sums it up. It's it's been out of this world. No words for it. An emotional roller coaster. Days of sadness. Days of freezing. Days of pain. Days of anger. It's just I can go on and on. It's just it. It felt horrible. I feel like crying. Yes, as most of you are probably aware, unless you've been living under a rock, President-elect Trump is, well, you know, that's what he is now. He won the election. He defeated Hillary Clinton. And we know, you know, at this point, you've all probably uh, have talked about it a lot, you know, ever since it happened. But, I mean... We have to weigh on in it, too, because it would be wrong for us not to. But as you can tell from Jessica's reaction, uh, it was devastating for her. For me, uh, I don't know. It, it It's surprising. It, I, I was surprised that he won just because I thought Hillary had it in the bag. But, you know, as the night wore on and he's, you know, things started looking worse and worse for those states that she really needed to get. I was just in shock. Like, wow, like this is really happening. You know, the fucking guy from the Celebrity Apprentice is going to be president of the United States. And you thought the election was rigged. Yeah, I mean, you know, if nothing else, uh, it proves that democracy is still a thing. Uh, what do you mm-hmm. think about these people going out and protesting? I think, hey, I mean, you're unhappy with with who was chosen, I think what really hurts is the fact that there are people in the United States of America who can look past the things he has said, the things he has done, and still think, you know what, I still want him to represent me when he's talking to those other foreign leaders. Like, that's what hurts the most, because he said some really foul things about different people. Mm-hmm. A lot of his supporters say, make America white again. And it's just like, he what he represents is so, it's just bad. Like, 
and you think about like his policies they've been debunked that he's not going to be able to accomplish what he said doing what he said he was going to do and it's like these people don't even understand that and it just makes me so upset because people were saying it's Hillary versus Trump is the lesser of two evils why well, bet you wish you chosen a lesser evil now because now it's a waiting game now it's whoa it's a huge gamble with what he may or may not do I mean, just when he was elected, I was keeping up with the news on what other foreign leaders were doing. For example, Cuba, they started practicing their military techniques just in case because they have a fear that he may attack us. And as a person who wanted to go travel to Cuba, what is he going to dismantle? What is he going to destroy that Obama just worked so hard to accomplish with building that bridge with Cuba? Well, I don't know if you've seen what in the past, what, two days or a day ago, but they, I read something in the papers saying that he said he's thinking about not repealing Obamacare, or if he does repeal it, he's only going to change certain things about it. And he was seen, like, holding up, you know, the, the gay flag and, like, waving it around at, at a gay rally or something like that. So, I don't know, it seems like he's backpedaling on a lot of things that he promised to the people that were supporting him. So, it's just like, yeah. you never know what he's going to do, you know? Yeah, he's a wild card. But I remember, because there was a point in time, I hate to admit this, or back in the primaries, I said, you know, family, we were thinking about supporting Trump, but of course the things he said was wrong. But one of the reasons why I did think about supporting him was because he, I thought it was just an act. It was just an act to play on people who aren't as knowledgeable about where he may really stand. But it's a gamble. You have like we're waiting to see. We're waiting to see. And I mean, I know people are saying they hope he fails, like he doesn't, you know, make America great. But I hope he fails on all the promises that he made for those people because they were really messed up. And I hope that how he fails is by going back on what he said and actually doing good and progressing America. So those people who thought he's gonna, you know, make America white again, he fails in that, and he actually makes America united. Like that's what I hope. Well, a sentiment, a sentiment I've seen expressed is just, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, I wish some good luck, you know, I hope he does a good job and let's give him a chance. Um, they didn't give Obama a chance. The, the, those politicians were all trying to tear him down. They said anything yeah. he tries to pass, we are going to stop him. They didn't even give yeah. him a chance. So that's why I'm waiting to see, but I'm not calling him president Trump because he did not call Obama president, Obama president, our president right now is President Obama, mm. and he bashed him. So because of that, and I know an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind, but it makes me feel good knowing that I'm doing my own little minor nonviolent protests. Something that uh, I thought was interesting, at least that I've been thinking about, is that you hear so many people say, like, how could this happen? You know, Hillary should have been a shoe-in. And I feel like not in, in this day and age where social networking is like king and like so a part of everyone's life, when you're on a social network, you know, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever, I feel like you're kind of like in an echo chamber because mm -hmm. you have so many people on your timeline that share similar view as, you know, similar views to you. So yeah. it's just like you feel like, yeah, you know, as far as I can tell, most people fucking hated Trump and thought he would be the worst thing ever. But what you don't consider is, is that there's a whole other thing at the end of the spectrum on the opposite end where people are like for Trump 
and they're in their own echo chamber too. And it just turns out that there were more people, especially in those key states, that wanted Trump to win, whether it's for racist reasons or whether it's just because they want to say fuck you to the system or, you know, for whatever reasons they had. So I, think I just think that's something system, you would have chose, chosen someone else because, I mean, Trump represents the system yeah, of I mean, crooks. He doesn't even pay his taxes. I want to be able to not pay my taxes this year. I want to be able to claim every single thing. I want to claim my microphone that I bought for this podcast on my taxes and not pay taxes. Me too, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know, and no, and I must say, this week I had my first Twitter fight. Yeah. I never thought it would be me fighting with someone on Twitter, but I was simply thanking Obama. That was a hashtag that was going on. Thank you, Obama, in four words, and I was just simply saying thank you for you know what he has done, what he has shown. Like he is a stand-up man, whether you believe in his policies or not. He is a good guy. And this one little egg person doesn't even have a profile picture. Tells me Carter was a better president and that's not even saying much. Okay. I'm all up for debating. Please explain. But it turns into him not explaining and just going so left field. I ended up having one of my friends (laughs) make a Twitter account. And then we jumped that guy. And in the end, like on his timeline, he's so misinformed he was complaining about how he used to work like 38 hours and now he has to only work 20 because of obamacare and it's like you're over here blaming obamacare which is technically not even obamacare like they've been trying to pass this in government for many years before obama but you're blaming him for something hold your company accountable like he didn't tell your company you need to lessen the amount of hours that a person should work no, your company said, I don't want to pay for it, so I'm going to make you suffer. People need to start doing that. But I add that because then he's going to try to switch and say, I am a Harvard graduate. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. we were like, I thought we talked about lying. Calm it down. And I told him, like, I don't want my president to have grabbed women by the pussy just because he can. I mean, but I'm not apparently it's okay for just to grab a handful of pussy. You know, that's what America's saying. Like, you can grab all the pussy that you can handle. You know, just grab it. Just snatch it up. Then they should love Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby should not be in the situation he is now because he was doing the same thing. Well, you know, I hate hate when people, I hate when people (laughs) get, get on, you know, and like, you know, it's not fair, you know, that, you know, Bill Cosby can, you know, be chastised for like, you know, all the stuff people accused him of. But if somebody like Donald Trump does it, he gets to be president. And it's not fair that if Colin Kaepernick says that America isn't that great, you know, people hate him for it and give him death threats. But if Donald Trump says he gets to be president and it's just like, that's the point. They're racist. They hate everybody. They hate who they hate. So that's the point. It is to the point is to be unfair. The point is to hate. The point is to, like, be hypocritical, you know, because you're a yeah. racist person. Yeah, and that's so. I hate when people. I hate when people like post stuff like that or make statements like that because it's like, who who are you trying to convince here? Like, we all know it's unfair. (laughs) We're all on the same team. (laughs) They they don't care if it's unfair or not because that's the whole point of hating somebody. Like, if I hated somebody, I wouldn't give a shit how illogical it was. It's just all right. I hate you. You know. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's like, "Well, call me. You're not being fair. Like, you're doing the exact same thing," I would be like, "So what? I still hate you. I can. And I don't want you to be happy." And they say, love trumps hate. But right now, 
I want to feel. You got to go through that mourning period. So let them protest. They are mourning a loss. A loss that had a lot of people crying at work, crying at home, having children wake up afraid. So let them mourn this loss because it really hurts. But I am happy that I a guess. lot more people are getting involved in politics. Like a lot of people yeah. are like, you know what? Maybe I will move to those states where there's a lot of people with the same mindset that isn't a positive one. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the morning and like I get the being disappointed and whatnot. I do feel like people are being just a little bit dramatic, just a just a just a tad bit dramatic. Well, we have like 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 I know I know things are bad. It's a bad situation and it's probably going to get worse over the next four years. But at this point, nothing's happened yet. You know, like he hasn't even done anything yet. The Republicans haven't even done anything yet. So it's just like let's save the theatrics for like when things. Start getting no, bad. You if know? you wait for something to happen, then it's going to happen. You have to try to prevent it. Prevention. But is- how can you prevent it? They don't give a shit about you protesting. They laugh. They probably sit in their fucking towers and laugh at people. Like you hear these fucking monkeys out there protesting. Well, you know they're trying to. Um, and I signed this petition just because. Who knows if it'll actually go through? Like it'll actually mean something. But the petition to have the electoral college place their votes. I know. I would feel bad if she wins in that manner. But if they come out and they say, I just can't vote for him because he doesn't even know how to unite. Like, I I was expecting him to say something by now about these protests, about the violence. I'm all for protesting. Yeah, the hate crimes and stuff like that. He hasn't said a word about it. Yeah, and you know, and it has to be met. Because did you see that guy get beat up by those, I hate to say it, but those black kids? Because they said he's a Trump supporter and they pulled yeah, him, they out, of him out of his car. And I don't his support ass. that. That's stupid. They need to be arrested and charged yeah. with hate crime. You, it's all, you can express yourself in a positive way. Do not ever give anyone the opportunity to look down on you. Let them yeah. make their own assumptions. Don't give them something where they can say, this is fact. They did something wrong. But yeah. yeah. Going out in the streets and acting ignorant doesn't help anybody's case or argument. So It doesn't. You know. But at least now we have an orange person as president. So, woo-woo. And he got a bad come over. Woo-woo. <laughs> it, was, it was worth it all just for that, right? It was worth it all just to say I have an orange man, a overgrown Oompa Loompa as president. You know, Oompa Loompas are orange. Well, I think this will probably ultimately conclude. Because I know we've talked about the election a couple of times yeah. in past episodes. But I think this might be the last that we really talk about it this year. Unless he does something crazy. Yeah. But ultimately, those are our thoughts. Um, we're not happy about it, but... And I'm not, you, know. I mean, you know what else I'm not happy about? This is my last thing. I'm not happy that people were talking about they wanted change, that they voted, like, the House and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't want change. You voted for a Republican House once again. Change something else. But that's it. I'm, I'm, I need a political vacation i need like a political break a detox for the next two weeks just give me two weeks let me have the holidays no more talking <laughs> but you know and, and this is my final thoughts on it like as <laughs> tired of as tired of talking about it and hearing about it we all are just because he is the president and like the republicans like control you know they got the house and the senate and all the other stuff i feel like over the course of the next four years especially because it's donald trump it's going to be hard to not talk about it because I feel like you're going to wake up every day and it's going to be like, you know, Donald Trump, you know, made a statement today that was caught off camera saying he was, he, he couldn't wait to get the smell of nigger out the white house, you know, <laughs> like just, 
And that, that sounds like some shit that he would he say. He would say that. He and it's like, what can you do? You can't impeach him for saying nigger. Like, you can't. You can't. So. But you can get an Italian necktie, something I learned yesterday. <sighs> do you know what an Italian necktie is? What is it? It's when you slice their throat open, and then you pull their tongue through their throat and have their tongue flap out across their chest. That's what they used to do to black people. No, just, I'm saying I'm saying if someone gives them, I'm not saying you should. Oh my gosh, don't! I'm not trying to have anybody come after me. Yeah, we don't. We're not saying nothing like that. I'm just saying I just want to use something that I learned yesterday. The Italian necktie, like if they gave it to him. All right. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so, uh, those of you that don't know me very well, which is probably many of you listening, uh, one of my favorite shows is the Twilight Zone. And I was watching an episode the other day where this person was on trial for murder uh, and he was about to receive his sentence and he had like this, you know, like nonchalant look about him and the judge declared him guilty for murder and they said, you know, we're going to sentence you to death and he started freaking out. Uh, Long story short, the guy was trying to convince everybody that he was dreaming and this was a nightmare that he had every night that he was on trial for murder. He was found guilty and they take him into the, uh, the execution room and put him on the electric chair and kill him. And he's trying to convince his lawyer of this. He's trying to convince the prosecutor of this, but like nobody believes him, but the prosecutor is like, Oh, you know, maybe there's something to it. You know, like why would somebody claim something like that if it wasn't true? So he goes to visit the guy in jail and the guy tells him like, no, this really is my dream. Like, none of you really exist, you know, but, and the guy's like, well, if it's a dream, then like, what do you care? Like, just get electrocuted and wake up. And he's like, do you know how much it sucks to have the same nightmare every night and how it really feels getting electrocuted in the chair? But anyway, to uh, get to my point, there was a a quote (laughs) at the end of the episode by the narrator, and I'm going to read it for you right now. It says, we know that a dream can be real, but whoever thought that reality could be a dream? We exist, exist, of course, but how, in what way, as we believe as flesh and blood, human beings, or are we simply parts of someone's feverish, complicated nightmare? Think about it and then ask yourself, do you live here in this country, in this world, or do you live instead in the Twilight Zone? Now, obviously, the Twilight Zone isn't real, but it does make you think, like, wouldn't that be something if you didn't exist as you think you do when you were just a part of like someone else's dream or a nightmare like could that be possible it's like how would you know you know yeah i mean sometimes i think that aliens control us and that we're just like their little barbie dolls i don't know if that's similar how would you know you know you don't know but i some i mean we could be barbie dolls and the aliens are just controlling us and making us think and say but then if they were controlling us, they wouldn't want me to say this right now. True. But to answer your question, I think more like the quote means like, are you really living or are you like living in someone else's dream? Whereas are you doing what you want to do? Like in your dreams, you can, con- well, I know I can control it because I'm a lucid dreamer. So you can like jump over buildings. You can do not Everything seems possible in your dream. Whereas if you're living in someone else's dream, are you making everything possible for them? Like, I'm taking a very, like, I don't know. You're thinking, like, literally, like, like a down-to-earth, like, you know, what does that really mean? What does a quote really, really mean, right? 
Yeah, like, are you... Because, you know, like, could you really live your dream? You could live your dream. You can you can live the life you've always dreamed of, and then your dream is your reality. Mic drop. I sounded <laughs> like Gandhi. <laughs> no, that's not... No, well, okay, what do you think? <laughs> Maybe I'm going... I mean, I, I just feel like the quote is just asking you, like, to question your own existence. Like, sometimes we have dreams. Like, I, I've definitely had plenty of dreams where I wake up and go to work and, like, it's just a regular-ass day. And then I wake up and I'm still in bed. And it's just like, wow, like that. Like, some dreams, you know they're dreams because, like, you know, you end up fucking somebody you've never seen before. Or, you know, you just end up in strange situations like somebody's trying to kill you. But some dreams, like, they are just the most ordinary, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever had a dream like that where it was just like, yeah, seemed like a regular day? I had a dream inside a dream. It was like a four level dream, but it was exactly the same thing. What it was at my old apartment, I was sleeping on the couch with my cat on top of me, and I woke up. But then I realized, wait, I'm still. This is a dream. This isn't real life. And then I woke up again, thinking, oh, I just, that was a crazy dream. I was dreaming that I woke up, and then I realized, no, 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 I'm still freaking dreaming. So then I woke up again, and it was the same, the same setting. The sun was in the same position. My cat was still in the same spot, but it felt like I was waking up from sleeping. But in reality, I was still sleeping. It was the craziest thing ever. I had to like tell people, like, I can't believe I woke up four times, but I really only woke up once. That is crazy. That's like some Inception type stuff. I know. I know. But I didn't move. I was just there. <laughs> so how do you tell the difference between a, a dream and being awake? Like, how do you know that you're not dreaming right now? Because you can feel pain. Yeah. In a dream, you don't feel pain. Uh... So like if you smack yourself, like you can do that. That's an excuse to smack somebody. You look at them, smack. Oh, I thought you were dreaming. <laughs> if they say, ow, they're not, they're awake. Because in your dream, you could fall off a building and you don't feel the pain. Or do you feel that's pain true. in your dream? Do you wake up like, ah, oh, I'm back? That's right, because April didn't kick you, but <laughs> that's a different subject. <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever feel pain in your dream? Like, do you wake up uh, like, oh my gosh, that that hurts? It's hard to tell because, like, as soon as you start, like, if somebody, like, tried to stab you in the dream, like, that's the exact moment that you wake up. Um, but I, that's a, that's an interesting question. Like, have I ever felt pain in a dream? I guess that's kind of like some people have that dream where they're falling and they wake up mm-hmm. just before they hit the ground. And people mm-hmm. say, like, well, if you hit the ground in a dream, you probably would have died in real life. And it's just like, is that true? Like, has anybody ever had a dream where you hit the ground? I've never hit the ground before, but I have felt the effects. Like, you know, when you're on a roller coaster and you're falling and you feel it in your stomach. But I think it's just like, you know how people, what do they call it? Like, you know, if you um, no longer can move your legs, you're paralyzed and you can't have sex. Mm-hmm. But they say you can still, like, imagine what it feels like in your brain. Mm-hmm. I forget. What is it called? I just had on tip of my tongue. But whatever. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. Like, because you can feel yourself falling and that's when you wake up. Yeah. So yeah, this made this just is like kind of a little bit off to the subject, but this just made me think of uh, something somebody said when I was like in grammar school, and this guy was like, and I'm pretty sure everybody's had that dream where you wake up and go to the bathroom, and I was like, is that really a thing? Because I've had that dream before where I wake up and go to the bathroom, except I really didn't go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I hear that happens a lot to guys. I I was talking to my guy, some of my guy friends about this just not too long ago. 
guys dream a lot about going to the bathroom and then you realize you didn't really go to the bathroom you went in your bed right right <laughs> i used to have that as a kid but it's like oh thank god it doesn't happen anymore but i don't know something with you guys something yeah, wrong it with is. you <laughs> Have you ever that. wait? Have you ever had a reoccurring dream, like something that no matter how old you are, it's like that one dream that happens all the time? Mm, sort of. It's not. It's, it's reoccurring in the sense that I, it's the same location that I'm at. I'm at Kenwood High School. You know, the same people are there, but it's always just like progression. And it's like sometimes I have that dream, but it'll be like. Just a, a, like part four of the same dream, but it'll be like four years later in my real life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like if I had a dream about Kenwood in 2012, the next time I have a dream of Kenwood in 2014, it's just picking up where it left off. And that is like really creepy to me. I think that's awesome. What about you? Um, So I've had this dream since I was a kid. And it's always where I'm on the stage and I'm looking out, and there's, like, a spotlight on me. And I'm looking out, and there's, like, you know when you go to a concert and people have, like, candlelights and you see it flickering? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeing. And I know I can't sing. So, well, I feel like my life journey has been, what the heck does that dream really mean? I'm standing on stage looking out on thousands and thousands of people, and there you see the light representing each person. But it's like, what does that even mean? I can't sing, so I'm not going to win, like, some Grammy or anything. I don't think I'm a good actress either, so I'm not going to win an Oscar. I'm not a saint, so I'm probably not going to win, you know, the Nobel Peace Prize. So it's like, what can it really mean? I don't know. I don't know. I always (laughs) people try to, like, analyze their dreams, like, you know, like I know Stephanie said in the past episode when she has a dream about somebody dying. Like, she'll wake up and, like, contact that person to make sure they're okay. But some people say, like, if you have a dream about somebody dying, it means, like, they're okay. Like, in real life, mm-hmm. you know? Have you ever heard when, when like, your grandma has a dream about fish, it means someone's pregnant? Yeah. Maybe that, yeah. 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 You dream about fish, it means someone's pregnant. I don't know how that, how those two relate, but. How they connect at all. Sometimes I wonder, like, if my dreams are trying to tell me something, like. You know, if I have a dream about somebody that I haven't seen in a long time, is, is is that really happening to them for real? Or, you know, does that mean, like, like if I had a dream about a friend I haven't seen, like, in 10 years and, like, they're, like, doing all right for themselves and, like, really successful being a boxer or something like that. Like, obviously, that isn't true, but is that just, like, the universe trying to tell me, like, hey, this person is doing, like, really good right now in life, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, why would I be having a dream about that? Have you ever had a dream about an ex? Like, after you guys have broken up? Why are you smiling? They can't see you. I mean, he's smiling a very guilty smile. <laughs> um, you know, I wouldn't call them dreams. I would call them more like nightmares. But, oh, nightmares. You know, yeah, You're back but... in that relationship again. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, something like that. Or just, you know, I, I, I feel like that person appearing in any dream at all, it just automatically makes it a nightmare. It could be the most, mm-hmm. or, like, she could just be fucking serving lunch at, at, at a cafeteria. <laughs> and it would be, I would wake up, like, with sweating bullets, you know? Like, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream about murdering someone? No, but I've had dreams about fighting people. Like, like fighting what kind of people? Like, just, just random people that I've never seen. Like, not like, nobody I know, but just, like, 
people that keep fucking with you or like, you know, people that just won't leave you alone. Do you like karate ta kind of fighting or do you like punch them like, oh, what's up, yo? Bam. I don't know, but that, that that's the thing. It's just like when it when when it's time to try to control your dream and, and make yourself do something, that's when you can't like that's when you all of a sudden can't move your body or like you just get all <laughs> sluggish and slow. Like it's really hard for me at least. Some people claim they can't control their dream. Yeah. I can't. But Lucid Dreaming. Um they actually have places where you can go and they'll help you do it. Like you you've never had a dream where you're like, Whoa, I'm dreaming, which means I can freaking go eat a cheeseburger and not gain weight. And then in your dream, you're like, the cheeseburger tastes good. Or I could fly right now because I'm dreaming. Like, you're over here like, wait, I'm dreaming. So that means I could fly. One time I had a dream. And I was like, oh, I want to go somewhere. And I'm like, it's far away. But in my head, I was thinking, I'm dreaming. Which means all I need to do is think that I'm there and then I'm there. And I was there. It was a crazy, like, lucid dreaming is awesome. And you have to try it. I, I wish it would. It, whenever I have a dream, it just feels like I'm on I'm on auto, autopilot, and I'm just watching the movie, and it's just mm. like mm-hmm. you're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Something something else that's weird about dreams uh, is just how like you'll be doing something one second, and then like the next second, you're like an entirely different place yeah. with different people. You know, like there's no sense to a dream mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, sometimes you just have that dream where you just wake up and everything is normal. But What's the craziest dream you ever had? <sighs> the craziest dream I ever had was that a friend of mine named Anthony was trying to run me over with his car. <laughs> um, we were like, because we were like, because he had to like go and like get his license renewed. So mm-hmm. me and my other friends went with him. And we were like helping him in the parking lot, helping him practice. You know, we had set up some cones or something like that. And he's just like going through the motions. And all of a sudden, like he just gets mad because he keeps hitting the cones and he starts trying to run us over. <laughs> do you run in your dream or do you just stand there and take it? <laughs> well, when he, when he finally started coming at me with the car, that's when I woke up and I tried to run, but it's just like, <laughs> and it, this is like really personal, but I mean, I guess this is kind of candid, but sometimes it's like, and this happens like to this day, I guess, cause my fiance, you know, April, like she'll wake me up cause I'm like screaming, you know, in my Ooh. sleep, like just freaking the fuck out. Like, and the thing is, it always happens if I fall asleep laying on my back. Anytime I fall asleep laying on my back, it's guaranteed nightmare. And it's guaranteed her, like, punching me in the chest. Like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> or wake up, you know? Because it's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And she says, like, you just be screaming, like. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So. Poor April. She needs to make sure you're always either on your belly or on your side. <laughs> yeah. That every night. Every night. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had, like, a crazy, crazy dream where I can't remember it. Now I'm not I'm not good at remembering dreams except ones that happen, like uh, reoccurring ones or ones that were just like out of this world. Hmm. That's crazy too. Like you'll have a whole entire dream, and then wake up, and then like ten minutes after you wake up, you'll think about it and be like, "Man, what did I dream about?" Like you can't mm-hmm. remember any of it. Yeah. And a lot of shit happens. Like years pass in dreams. Like. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe our dreams. Is real life. I don't know. 
my brain is starting to. You know what's fucking trippy that, that I heard somebody say before? What if when you're having a dream, you're just like in the mind of the you from a parallel universe, and you're just seeing that version of you's life, and when you wake up, you're back in your own world, you know, in in this world, in your own life. Whoa! It's like if you're dreaming, and the other you is an alien. Yeah, you're just seeing. What yeah. your alien version of you is seeing at this moment. Yeah. That is deep. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. I never thought that would be crazy if that is. So that means whoever that person is, they are freaking amazing because they always have an audience as they're on stage. <laughs> I need to find I need to find her because I want to know what the heck has she done. She must be an amazing singer. What if what if it's Odell? What if it is? <laughs> that actually kind of uh, leads me into the next thing I wanted to talk about today, which is um, doppelgangers. I cannot say that word. I will not yes, be saying a, that word. <laughs> a doppelganger is a German word literally meaning double goer and refers to a wraith or apparition that casts no shadow and is a replica or double of a living person, a paranormal phenomenon, and is usually seen as a harbinger of bad luck. In other traditions and stories, they recognize one's double goer as an evil twin. Doppelganger. I think it's a dope-ass word, and I think it's a dope-ass concept. Like, the fact that if you... Because I've heard this before, like, you know, just because I've studied mythology, but the thing is, what they're saying is, like, if you ever come across somebody in your life that looks exactly like you, like it's a bad omen because that's your evil twin. And like either something bad is going to happen to you or they're going to kill you and try to take over your life, like something like that. So do not ever go to a Usher concert? Is that what you're saying? Like that's something you have to avoid? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess people would say that Usher is my doppelganger just I know you said nobody has really told you that you look like anybody in particular. But you gotta, you gotta have somebody out there. I know. Like Remember I that time I sent you that picture, and I was like, "Doesn't this look like you, the girl that well, was kinda, like, yeah, yeah?" I, that creeped me out. I was like, "That looks just like Jessica." I don't think she looked exactly like me. I mean, come on, obviously. I kind of want to find <laughs> that picture now. <laughs> But, I mean, mm, do I believe that that's true? I think people do look similar. Because you got to think about all the people in the world. We probably have, like, our parents are probably similar. But then that gets weird. But as my sisters, they look very similar to me. And we have, um, my two younger sisters have a different dad. But we look alike. But we don't look like our mother. My mom always said it has something to do with, like, your blood type. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's weird. well. Since a doppelganger is doppelganger. supposed to be like somebody's evil twin, yeah. Uh, let's say there's a parallel universe where, like, you know, there's just like evil tw- evil copies of us. Wait, no. What? I'm the evil person, and my twin is the nice person. You think so? Yeah, because I'm like that's... an asshole. So that means my my doppelganger, doppelganger, is a freaking saint. Because I'm the bad one. You're the evil twin in this universe. I'm the evil twin. I say things that hurt people's feelings. Okay, so then your doppelganger, what, what is that, Jessica, like then? 
she's probably, you know, in her garden right now, um, picking lavender to put in her bubble bath and um, singing to birds. And she's in a place where it's warm. She's not in Chicago where it's cold. And she probably has a few kids because, you know, that's what a nice Jessica would have right now. Um, committed relationship for like yeah, six yeah, years. Yeah, she'll be in a serious committed relationship, married with like little beautiful kids who all sing on Sunday, little lovely melodies. Mm-hmm. And for Christmas, they go caroling. Like that's, that's, that's her. Me? No. I'm over here eating potato chips for breakfast, drinking some beer. Like, <laughs> I'm a horrible person. <laughs> uh, what about yours? The dapple, the, the are you, are you Do you think you're the good or the bad Coleman? I think I'm the good Coleman. Okay. I think I think the anti-Coleman in the anti-matter universe where everybody's evil, well, everybody has counterparts. I think the anti-Coleman loves chocolate. Mm-hmm. He hates pizza. He's a womanizer with four kids. Um, mm. Ooh, are they all by the same woman? By different women. Ooh, four baby mamas. Um, he <laughs> he would be probably. I don't know. He would just be like a complete piece of shit. Like, uh-huh. like terrible. Because because the whole point is like you're supposed to hate the anti you because they're the oh. anti you. So it's just like if I ever met the anti Coleman, if he first of all if he hated pizza, he's fucking scum. Like I hate that guy. But if he's like a fucking womanizer and, and he's a liar and and you know he he screws people over and he's like a, a shitty friend and just a shitty person, like I would hate that guy. But somehow, and what would make me hate him even more is that somehow he would still have a better life than me. Like he would have a better job, drive a better car, mm-hmm. have have a be with a better looking version of April or something like that, or mm-hmm. Multiple even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like Manson so... Manson having them all call themselves April. Charles Manson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know we weren't supposed to like her. Well, I would like the other Jessica. I think she's a lovely person. Really? So now, yeah, well, now I got the... She might me. hate you, then. And find she, you oh, no, she would hate me. She would think that I am a Jezebel mm-hmm. little horrid person. So, yeah, so she would hate me, but I would be like... I would like to pick lavender one day, but not right now. I want to pick out my different types of vodka. I mean, mama wants to drink. Mama doesn't want kids. I don't know, but I want to think of somebody who I would hate, like if it was a version of me. I Oh, no, no, no. First of all, she would have the worst nails in the world. Like, she wouldn't even paint them. They would just look like she's been digging in her butt crack all day. You know, when you get mm-hmm. dirty in your butt crack. Um. Oh. She... Would not like macaroni and cheese. That sounds so basic, but that is a very important part of my life, eating macaroni and cheese and tacos. And she would be an eighth grade dropout with 15 kids thinking that she wouldn't even know who the president is. And she would con the system. She would be rich (laughs) because she has conned the system. She would know how to use welfare and everything so that she would be a millionaire and she would sleep with everybody. I don't like that person. You hate her already, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, like, girl, your name is Jessica. Get your life together. You can't be me. You cannot be me. Right. (laughs) Um, And Well, going forward, the, the 
the topic of doppelgangers or whatever. Like it's something that's like all over popular culture. Like there is an evil Superman, his you know Bizarro Superman. There's an evil Flash, Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. There's an evil Batman, Owlman. You know, there there are shadow versions of like you know characters throughout all of fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 in fighting games, you know, there are like evil versions of fighting game characters or whatever. So it's just like if you had to fight yourself in a mirror match. Yeah. In real life, could you beat up yourself in a fight if it was just a, a you but the evil version of you? Yeah, I can because I got my weapon of freaking all time. Thank you, Walking Dead, for telling me to put barbed wire on a baseball bat. I will take that girl out like it's nobody's business, okay? I would beat her with my baseball bat wrapped in barb- barbed wire. I think I would lose to my doppelganger. You probably would because you're sensitive. You said you were the good person, so you see. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he would just be more crafty than me and yeah, more, more clever. conniving, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fight dirty. And then he'll take your April and make her join the clan of other Aprils and then you know yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, like evil will win. <laughs> he'll take your dog and everything. <laughs> he'll hit you where it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog, nigga. <laughs> Alright, so let me pose this question to you then. What if you went to like a random parallel universe mm-hmm. and you saw that there was a in that universe, there was a Jessica that was like, you know, super famous. She was super rich. She had a super rich husband and just yeah. had like the life that you wanted, you know, just the yeah. perfect life that you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. Would you try to kill that Jessica and take her place? Fuck yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> First of all, you had me at rich. Hello. <laughs> Mama just paid her bills for pay. <laughs> I would, would kill like, her, and I would take her life, and I would not feel bad about it. What? Are you damn. serious? <laughs> so you are the evil Jessica. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I'm supposed to feel, oh, no, she has the good life. i just going to hope and pray. I get it. No, I'm about to take you down, and I'm about to be. I'm already Jessica. We already look alike. They're not going to know. I don't care. That's, that's funny. <laughs> what would you, you're saying that if there was you, and he was rich, he had everything you ever wanted. He was a writer writing books and making movies and all this other stuff. You are really just going to be like, man, I wish I was him. No, you better suffocate him when he's sleeping and take over. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't kill that Coleman. I wouldn't what? kill that Coleman. Are you going to him in your basement and torture him? I would just, I would just trap him in this universe and just switch places with him. Like... Like the prince and the pauper or something like that, you know. Just, oh, oh, just leave him. Just, just leave him over speech. here. You can. You don't have to die. You just have to. No, you, know, you're you a great can't. Leave, you can't leave witnesses. He's a witness. He will try to come back because he's not gonna want your life. He's gonna want his old life. Yeah. He's gonna try to come back. No, no, you murder is sometimes the answer. You can do it in a civilized way. You can just, just you know, of... like food poison him. Let me get severe. What if you didn't have access to food poisoning and you only had like a limited amount of time? It it was either shoot him or don't do it. Okay, well then you better shoot him and not think about it. (laughs) Like, what? I can't believe you're debating this. You just shoot him and make sure you like put a pillow so it muffles the sound. You don't want to be caught. Well, of course not, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's other ways to kill him, though. You can, like, use a paper. 
I learned how to murder someone with just a paper. A piece of paper. You give them the nastiest paper cut somewhere on their throat and they'll cut the vein. Bam. Dead. Uh, You're civilized. That's a civilized way. Who told you how to kill somebody with a piece of paper? I can't tell you. <laughs> the KGB? The Russians? No, 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 no. No, this is an actual with person. Too? Unfortunately, um, she is a former crackhead. So, you know, she's learned some things. But she told me. She's like, you take that paper and you slice their neck in that certain spot, bam, no weapon. You can just ball that paper up and go about your day. They're like, oh, he was paper cut. Hmm. Well, I guess if you did it that way, it <laughs> there wouldn't really be any evidence, I guess, right? You know, No, no evidence at all. Because you just ball the paper up and you go. Well, I probably wouldn't ball it up. I'd probably like shred it. I would make sure that paper, like nobody could ever get their hands on that fucking piece of paper for sure. Yeah, or you stuff it in his mouth and make him swallow it. While he's gagging on his blood. That's so dark and... I'm sorry. My brain... It's kind of kind of perverted too, you know? <laughs> stuff it in his mouth and make him swallow it. Yeah. There you go. That's one for all the uh, uh, homosexuals out there. Because, you know, as Will said, you know, he doesn't like to be called gay. Oh, that's a whole different thing. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, I don't want to go down a path, but I do think that's interesting. We have to have him on the show to explain why he likes to be called homosexual and not gay. I don't know. That's later on. One day. (laughs) Someday. But those are our thoughts on uh, doppelgangers. I want to talk about the top five ways you would kill someone. Right now? Yeah. The top five ways I would kill someone, uh, shoot them, number oh, five. that's so weak. Stab them, number four. Oh, that's good. But uh, stab them, them where? Throw them in, in the throat. Uh, mm. Throw them in a uh, giant blender is number three. Oh, how are you going to get a blender that big? Like a meat grinder? And then uh, <laughs> number two would be strapping them down, forcing their eyes open, and like putting little drops of sulfuric acid in their eyeballs. You've thought Just, about you know. Yeah. Number one. Number one would just be to tie him in a chair, uh, douse him with gasoline, and set him on fire. Oh. That's deep. Yeah. I'm going to Well, you asked me the top five ways to get, what are yours? Okay, my, my first, my, my fifth way, the least enjoyable way, is by chopping off their genitalias and then letting them bleed to death. That's not that fun because they're going to scream, you know? My fourth way is by skinning out their scalp because that's actually kind of fun. It'll be cool to see like someone's scalp skin. You can see the brain and then letting them bleed out. It all revolves around letting them bleed out, but in different ways. Um, my third one, I like the whole lemon juice idea. So like making little slice, 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 slice everywhere mm-hmm. and then throwing a whole bunch of lemon juice on them. I like that lemon juice idea. Uh, my second way I got to do the Italian necktie, like slice their throat and then pull their their tongue out because I think that would look pretty awesome. And my first way. I would just, you know, put that cloth on top of them and let them go to sleep because I am a nice person. (laughs) Just let them go to sleep. And then and then put their body in acid. Mm. So it can dissolve. Yeah. And then feed it to a lot of people. Like yeah. the people they care about. Like people cared about yeah. them. 
let them eat them like the acid juice and then they all die so then it'll be like a mass murder but that's so bad it's pretty gruesome i um, know but it's fun i i saw a horror movie before where this woman uh kidnapped the dude and like chained him up mm-hmm. or whatever and like she like exposed like part of his skin or something like that on his leg and like cut him and then she took a shit in her hand <laughs> and took the shit no i shit i kid you not she took the shit that she shut out and rubbed it on his thigh where the wound was and just let him sit like that for days and days and days. Talk about infection. This, and, and it got infected and you know. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, that, it was it just, and this is a really gruesome movie. I, I can't think of what it's movie. called though. That is an awesome movie. I never even thought about killing someone that way. <sighs> that's like great. So there you go, listeners. We have some psychopathic thoughts about killing people. Everyone does. They say when you're in a relationship, you've thought, if you really love your significant other, you've thought about ways you would kill them. That's what they say. I've thought about ways April might kill me, but I never thought about killing her. You know, she cooks a lot, so I just think, like, you know, she could poison this fucking spaghetti someday. And I would mm-hmm. eat that shit up and die. Yeah, she could. <laughs> <laughs> And now that she but, has made her plan, <laughs> she may she may not use that. She may get a little bit more creative. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh. So there you you know there you go. We talked about life and death and doppelgangers, and that was our topic on doppelgangers. But now it's been a while, but it's time for the conspiracy zone. For those of you that don't know, The Conspiracy Zone is where I present a conspiracy that I have to our other co-host, Stephanie and Jessica, and they have to tell me if it's real or whack. Today's conspiracy is, you know, this week Donald Trump met with President Barack Obama for the very first time, and nobody saw what they talked about for the 90 minutes they were alone together. Mm -hmm. But when Trump came out and they were on TV sitting next to each other, a lot of people agreed that Trump looked spooked. He had like a different look on his face. Like he looked very like, oh, holy shit, you know. And people speculate, you know, what Barack Obama and him talked about in there. Some people thought they just talked about policy. Some people thought that after talking about policy with Barack Obama and just, you know, things that he could look forward to as being president, it kind of spooked him. Like it kind of just... The, the the reality of it set in on him like man like I'm actually president like this is stuff that I'm gonna have to do with like this is gonna be he probably told him like you know this this is my daily routine every day mm-hmm. and Trump was just like wow I never realized like so much went into being president but my conspiracy is Barack Obama had him go into that room and when he came into the room somebody else came out and told Trump you fucking work for us now like you think you're the president <laughs> That's all you are, but you answer to us, and you will do and act how we tell you to act, or we'll fucking kill you and your whole fucking family. And then, like, he, like, ripped his face off, and turns out he was, like, a fucking alien, and Donald Trump was like, what the fuck? You know, and Barack Obama's like, oh, it's so much deeper than that. It's so much deeper. Where do you see, you know, the inhabitants we got living on from Mars, you know, running the interior cabinet right now you know like i just feel like my then this is so this is my conspiracy i think whatever 
Barack Obama said to Trump in that room, it was some way out there shit. Like he showed him like he put out a fucking DVD of like President Kennedy getting assassinated from like a different angle. And you saw it was like an alien shooting him or some shit like that. And he's like, if you don't fucking do what we say, you know, that's what that's going to happen to you. You talk about making America great again. You better shut the fuck up and play ball. <laughs> and that's why when they came out and they sat on the chairs, Trump was just sitting there looking like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> So you tell me, is that real or whack? <laughs> I don't know. That was a good one. It sounds good. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, Jessica, listeners, go bold. back and rewatch that that interview or whatever again of the two of them sitting next to each other. Look at Trump's expression. <laughs> he looks like he just saw fucking dinosaurs. Like Barack Obama like opened up a fucking he pulled the fucking book off a bookshelf and it slid open. It was like, this is what's really happening. Like oh my the world's gonna blow up in three hundred years. Oh. Like you have to get, you know. <laughs> um, uh, real or whack? I don't know. I am. Really have I finally so... got a real out of you, man? Come no, it's, I'm not saying it's real now. I don't want to be the get... person saying that there was an alien who just freaking punked Donald Trump. But I mean, anything is possible. It may have happened. That would be so awesome. That alone will make me want to be president just so I can meet this gangster um, alien who just, you know, punks people. Now, do you think he was on the side of Obama or you think he has Obama punk too? I think he had, like, Obama is under the, some one person's control. I feel like there's a person, like, from some fucking, like, three-eyed Illuminati pyramid shit, you know. It's that person, like, Cthulhu or some shit, you know, with the fucking staff. You Wait, you called him Hulu? Cthulhu. Cthulhu, you have a name for him? I mean, there that, that's an actual thing. Look it up. Look oh. up. I'll send it to you after the show. You know what? I'll put it on the website, too, about Cthulhu in the show oh. notes. But, Is he yeah, African? That's the thing. He's oh, a he's fucking giant tentacle master. But, uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the reason why people think that some politicians are reptilians? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that's what Donald Donald Trump and Barack Obama talked about. Like Barack Obama fucking like pressed the button on his forehead and his face popped off and the reptile head popped out. You know, and he started like oh, his tongue is president. fucking fork tongue. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome just to see. Now, oh, that's great. That was a great one. I don't know. I do watch a lot of alien stuff. And I do believe they are on the earth. And I do think they may play with us like Barbie dolls. I'm going to go with real. Oh, we got a real out of goddamn Jessica for the first time in the history of the Conspiracy Zone. This is epic. This is a momentous occasion. I'm going to get this shit framed. (laughs) Stephanie, you fucking missed out today, man. Like this. This is... He's probably like, what? Really? That one is real. <laughs> but I believe it. I believe it. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a good well, one. That's a really good con- one. Conspiracy or not, uh, if if that wasn't true, then what I honestly think number two is, is that okay. Barack Obama just had a serious heart-to-heart conversation with Donald Trump. And he's like, you need to stop this goofy shit, all right? Mm-hmm. You cut this goofy Twitter shit out. You're the president of the United States. You need to man the fuck up. Stop all this bullshit. All right? This is a fucking serious ass job. You have, you have a lot of people's lives, you know, under. You need to fucking grow up. 
Grow all up, of this wrong, man. wrong shit that you do. Grow the fuck up, nigga. All right. <laughs> Donald Trump got signed. He got roasted. You know, I hope Obama I hope Obama what? put it on him, and I hope Joe Biden was hiding behind the curtains. Like, what's up, yo? <laughs> Joe Biden was probably standing behind Obama with his arms crossed, just like mean mugging his ass the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I will whoop your ass right now. <laughs> Cause you know he will. <laughs> Joe Biden got sold. <laughs> <sighs> well. I think that's going to bring us to the end of the episode. Next week is uh, Thanksgiving. Ooh, ooh. If you guys have anything you'd like us to talk about in relation to Thanksgiving, that would be awesome. Like, what are you guys doing for it? Are you doing anything at all? Do you even know what Thanksgiving is? If you're from, you know, some people are from a different country, they may not know what Thanksgiving is for us Americans. That's right, and if people want to contact us, how can they contact you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweet Maui, S-W-E-E-T-M-A-U-I. And remember, I used to be Sweet Maui, bringing the sweet side of hip-hop. <laughs> and if you guys want to contact me, I'm uh, Chrono Lucas on Twitter, C-H-R-O-N-O Lucas. On Snapchat, I am April's Champion. Uh, you can go to ismwpodcast.com. You can reach us there on our contact forms and check out all our past episodes and other extras we have on there. Or you can email us at ismwshow at gmail.com. Whichever way you feel comfortable, whichever way makes you happy, we'll be more than happy to read what you have to say. Uh, read your stuff on the show, discuss it, talk about it, and this, that, and the third. Also, uh, if you want to reach Stephanie, she is on Twitter. Her t- handle is Stephanie Rose. You know, sound it out, spell it out, look, you know, <laughs> spell it. Uh, and on uh, Snapchat, she's uh, something I can't think of it at the moment. Like I can't ever think of her Snapchat. Anymore. Oh, I don't know either. I didn't even say my Snapchat. It's just J E S S five zero six one. Sometimes I post funny stuff. Sometimes I don't post at all. Story of my Snapchat life. So for me, <laughs> for Jessica, and for our friend Stephanie all the way on the West Coast in the hot burning, maybe not so hot now because it's almost winter desert. Stephanie, we will catch you guys next week. Peace. ready. Alright, one second. Let me send this text off to uh, my boss. Oh, is everything okay? No, I'm just telling her happy birthday. Oh, aren't you sweet? I don't have my boss's phone number. Well, I do, but then maybe because he's a guy and he's single, I try not to like cross that path. <sighs> Why can't I find the fucking like, party explosion emoji? <laughs> She should have oh, Kim K emojis. She has a birthday cake that has sparklers. I can't send that to my boss. A birthday cake with sparklers? A Kim K emoji? Kim K emojis are awesome. Alright, I'm ready. Maybe we should take like a shot for good luck.